Thanks for taking some time to listen to this message on the Elevate Church podcast. We believe that God will speak to you wherever you are. Now, let's prepare our hearts and hear what God has for us today. Well, what is up, Elevate Church? It is so exciting to get to share with you today. My name is Michael Brusicki. I'm the senior pastor of a church called Community Church in Hampton Roads. And I want you to know, I absolutely love your church. I love your pastors, Colby and Kristen and their boys, uh, Megan and I, my, my wife, Megan. We, uh, we have gotten to be great friends with uh, your pastors over the last couple of years, and we pray for them. Uh, we have the privilege of getting to hang, hang out with them. Actually, uh, had the opportunity to speak at your church uh, just, I I guess it was a little over a year ago, I believe. And in fact, this summer, this spring, I had planned to be there in person, but because of the coronavirus pandemic, obviously, and all the changes, I was unable to do that. And uh, I'm truly honored today to get to share a message with you that I do believe and do pray will encourage you right where you are living in uh, Erie, Pennsylvania, in this season of all that's going on. You know, one of the things I love about getting to talk to uh, Pastor Colby is to hear how you as a church are making such a difference, having impact even in this season where you've not been meeting in the building physically, but how you have continued to serve and make a difference in your community. And so I know that God has and he does have great things ahead for you, uh, Elevate Church. And again, just love your pastors so much. So today uh, I want to share this message with you that, I, that I've shared with my church also, because I think it's really important all of us know we can still be positive even in the midst of a pandemic. And the truth is, you know, right now, we sort of have two pandemics going on, right? We have a, a, the coronavirus pandemic, and we're living in the reality of a social pandemic as racial tensions are so high in our nation, and it's so important uh, for us to really lead the way as the church with racial reconciliation and racial transformation. And the way we do all of that is by following the Holy Spirit. So I really do pray that you will be encouraged today through the message that you'll understand that God does provide a way uh, to truly, no matter what is going on, stay positive. So let me pray for us here today, and then let's get into God's Word together. God, we love you so much. And Lord, I pray right now, every single person watching, Lord, whether they're in a living room, on a deck, maybe they're, maybe they're relaxing somewhere, wherever it be, Holy Spirit, would you speak right into our hearts exactly what we need to hear today to be changed by you, that we would know how to hear your voice, hear your heart, and stay positive now and in the days ahead. In Jesus' name, amen. One of the things that I think has been so important is to be able to stay positive and to understand that that's not like a gimmick, but that's something God allows us to be able to do, something he wants to help us do. And so today I want to I want to help you with that. I want to help all of us with that. And before we do, though, I want to just, I want to have some fun. And I've got this new, like, uh, this new, it's like a toy for a preacher right here, if you want to know what this is. And so um, it's, it's almost like it's a touchscreen, but we're going to pretend it's totally a touchscreen. So I thought we'd start today, wherever you're at right now, we're going to watch a couple TikTok videos to get your laugh on. So here we go. Boom. There we go. And come on, how you know this is true? When your sister's working from home, but you don't have a job. This is what it looks like. 
know we out here You know, and then this dance Megan and I, I'm convinced we're gonna bust this dance out later this week On our TikTok channel, so get ready You're gonna wanna follow and see that coming It's gonna be incredible And then how many rubber bands does it take? Watch this, how many? Here we go, one one more, oh my goodness, right there. And then, this is my favorite, this is our own, one of our own great student leaders, Jaden Daniel, rocking his worship to Jesus on a TikTok. Come on, we can have fun and have joy in so many different ways. Today I want to talk to you not just about though having joy in that way, having fun in that way. Because you, you may not know this, but you know laughter is good for you. Like it's good for your body. It's good for your, it's good for your bones. It's good for your physical health. The Bible declares, God declares that we were made to be a people who laugh. We were made to be a people who are filled with joy. It's actually what God intends for his people. And, and this is difficult maybe to think about today, but that's not dependent on what's going on around us. That's actually what we're supposed to walk in every single day. And today I wanna show us from the scripture kind of how we can do that and how to walk in that. We're gonna start in Proverbs chapter three. Proverbs chapter three. If you, uh, if you have a Bible there at home, you can go there, paper Bible. If you're uh, following along on your phone, it'll look something like this, and you can follow along, Proverbs chapter three. The Bible says this, my child, never forget the things I've taught you. Store my commands in your heart. If you do this, you will live many years and your life will be satisfying. Never let loyalty and kindness leave you. Tie them around your neck as a reminder. Write them deep within your heart. And then verse four, I love this one, it says, this then you will find favor with both God and people, and you will earn a good reputation. I don't know about you today, but I'm like, I, I would really like to have a favor with God and with people. No matter what's going on in my life, come on, honey, I want favor with, with God and with people. Don't you want favor with God and with people? Do you know how to get favor with God and people? You don't have to work for it. That's what it says. In order to walk in favor with God and people, it starts with storing God's word in your heart. It's a, it's a decision you and I could make today that we are gonna actually live a little bit different, that we're gonna actually make sure that we're not trying to achieve something for God, but instead, we're simply making the choice to trust God and walk in what he has for us. There's this three-letter word, in fact, in this passage that's really what my whole message this weekend is built on. It's the word let, L-E-T. In fact, if you're taking notes there uh, in your house or if you don't, don't have notes but you have a small child nearby, you can write it on their forehead. That way you will remember, come on, you'll remember that we need to think about this word let. See, he says in here, never let loyalty and kindness leave you. And in order to not let it leave you, there's something that you have to do. A lot of times we think that in order to let something happen, it means to just lay down and do nothing. But also, often to let something happen, it might mean we are being active. It just means we're not being active in the right way or we're not making the right choice. See, there is a let that is important. And here's why. Write this down. What you let in determines what you find. In your life and in my life today, what, what we let into our lives will determine what we find. Let's, let's be real for a moment. For instance, like, if you let the chips in your cart at the grocery store, you're gonna find them in the pantry later on in the week. You know, if you let the ice cream get in there, there's a decent chance you'll find it in the freezer, you know, unless you just ate it all before you put it in the freezer. But, but this isn't about that. Let me, let me, you know, be real for a moment. If you let yourself be around people who talk bad about their spouse, 
And if you let yourself be around people who talk bad about their kids or their parents, and if you let yourself be around people who talk bad about their church or their pastors, and if you let yourself be around people who speak negativity, could I tell you, you're gonna find, you're gonna begin to find in your own spouse Negative. You're gonna begin to find in your own kids or your own parents, negative. You're gonna find in your church or your pastors, negative. You're gonna find in others what you let others find in you or what you let others speak into your heart, into your mind, into your soul. See, what we let in determines what we find. When it comes to experiencing this joy, we we have to make a decision today. And that is, who are we gonna let lead our life? Because it's one thing to let something in, and it's a whole nother thing to say, this is what I'm going to actually let be the director. Who am I going to let lead my life? In fact, write it down like this. What or who you let leads determines what you receive. What or who or whom, I'm always working on my grammar, getting closer and closer to getting that English degree by faith just by pretending, you know, I don't know what I'm talking about, but that's okay. You get what I'm saying. You know, who I let lead determines what I receive. If I follow the right leading, meaning I let somebody lead me, it will determine what I receive. Because in my family, like my younger kids, for instance, they love to, to get to go to the grocery store with me. And here's why. It's because they, if I let them go, right, if they let me lead them to the store, then they know they're going to receive something at the grocery store that's going to make them happy. They're going to receive something simple like a small bag of Cheetos. You want to see what's amazing. You know, and if you're new to our church, I have five kids, age three to 12. And so that just means that we don't really sleep and we go to the grocery store every day. And so basically um, what happens is you can make a three-year-old think that you just bought them the most amazing gift ever by buying them a small bag of Cheetos. I just want you to think about that for a moment. So like if you just are like, I just need a win. I just need to make somebody happy right now. Then just go to the grocery store, see a small kid, buy him a bag of chips, and they will think you are like the greatest person that ever walked on the face of the earth. My oldest son, not so much. He's 12. He could really care less. He only wants me to buy him like, you know, the best and newest electronics because somehow when we get older, come on, those of you that are adults, uh, you know, as we get older, that, that, that simple thing that used to make us so happy, we start to want more and more. Well, I was reading in my Bible just this morning, and this is, I can tell you this is fresh. I was reading in my Bible just this morning, and I was reminded in John chapter 10, verse 10, my, in, in the translation I was reading, I think it was in the New Living Translation, it says that Jesus came, that we would be super abundantly blessed, super abundantly blessed. And I started to think about that this morning when I was thinking about who I let lead determines what I receive. And that means if I let God lead my life, and I'm gonna tell you it's the Holy Spirit in just a moment, but if I let him lead my life, the promise is that I will receive a continuous, super abundance of blessing in his eyes and in my eyes, and this will be what begins to cause my joy. So I may be as excited as my little Griffy is over some Cheetos, or I may be excited as my 12-year-old son is over, over an Xbox. It doesn't matter. God's going, I'm gonna shape you inside because you're letting me lead you that what you receive from me is gonna make you be filled with joy. Super abundantly blessed. That is the life God has. And the promise is when you let the Holy Spirit lead your life, you'll get these things. In fact, I want to show you today five things. Five things that I believe the scriptures teach us we can expect to receive in our life if we let the Holy Spirit lead us. The first we find in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 23. 
And it starts with this word instead. It says, instead, let the spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Let the spirit renew your thoughts. Write this statement down. The Holy Spirit gives us a new way of thinking. When I let the spirit lead, I get a new way of thinking. I need that. I think maybe you need that today because there's this thing called self-talk. Self-talk is what I hear myself thinking inside. It's what I say to myself. It's what you say to yourself. And if I'm not careful, every single day, I will allow some negative thinking to come into my life. And I will start to think negative about myself, or I will start to think negative about others, or I will start to think negative about what's going on around me. And hey, come on, newsflash, for me personally, I have consumed more social media in the last two months than I had in so many months and years in the past, just because life was different. So I have to work hard harder personally to let the spirit lead me into a new way of thinking because there are so many just just I don't know what adjective we want to use this morning so we'll keep it clean because it's church but just junk out there I don't want to let that determine how I think I want to let the Holy Spirit determine how I think in my life and he always speaks good he always encourages he's always leading me in to what he has for me it's always good one of my a favorite verses, uh, use, it, use it often, Proverbs 4, 23, says be very careful about what you think because your thoughts run your life. And here's the thing, I don't, I don't, have, to, I don't have to try to work this way. And I said this a few weeks ago, it's not about going think good thoughts, think good thoughts, think good thoughts. It's about going, Holy Spirit, lead my mind. I just, Holy Spirit, I, I trust that you would lead my mind and he'll give you a new way of thinking the second thing he gives you is a new attitude. Come on, it says that let the spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Wouldn't it be nice if we didn't need an attitude adjustment? <laughs> you know, Trevor, how I grew up, um, I remember, and I don't know if my mom would say the story the same way, but I remember that she would say, you need an attitude adjustment. And I don't know, that would just scare me a little bit. You know what I mean? As a kid, I'm like, no, I don't need an attitude adjustment. But I feel like sometimes if we're not careful, I'm sure that, by the way, that your parents never have said that to you or even thought anything like that. You are a wonderful, wonderful man, and I want to make sure, you know. See, I'm sure that there's some of us here today, like we, we've had these moments, and we're like, man, my attitude is just, I don't, I don't like it. I, I just need a change in the way that, 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 I'm, that I'm processing and that I'm considering things. You ever been in a bad mood? Come on. I know. And like, I got leaders in the room so they can raise their hand. I'm really excited I can see you. Raise your hand. You ever been in just a bad mood? Come on. Raise your hand. And by the way, those of you on your couch right now at your kitchen table, I want you to know every single weekend when I preach these moments and I'm like, how many know what I'm talking about? And I lift my hand. I see you lifting your hand. Like, I may not see you, but by faith, I imagine you right now going, that's right, Pastor Michael. Come on. Like, we have these bad, I don't want to live with a bad attitude. I, I don't want to. In fact, about four days ago, because let me just bring you in, like I am, I am, I mean, Megan can tell you, like I am flying high right now on like, I just believe the Holy Spirit. He has stirred me up in the last like seven to 10 days, something so fresh. And I, I, I think that it just took this long in quarantine to get there. But I think the days ahead for us and for our church, I believe God's downloading a whole new vision and understanding about how to be the church in the days ahead. I can't wait to see all that happens. But even specifically a few days ago, I just said, you know what? I'm gonna stop being frustrated. I'm not gonna be frustrated anymore. And do you know what? The things that I was frustrated about, stay with me for a moment, they haven't changed. It literally have not changed. 
And you know what? I'm like so much, I'm, I'm filled with so much more joy. Because I said, Holy Spirit, I just need you to change my attitude. I just need you to change my attitude. John Maxwell says it this way. We choose what attitudes we have right now. And it's a continuing choice. Come on, it's a choice. But the choice isn't first, I choose to have a good attitude. The choice is, will I let the Holy Spirit lead my life? Because if I let the Holy Spirit lead my life, he'll give me a new way of thinking. If I let the Holy Spirit lead my life, he'll give me a new attitude. But I have to. To let him, Galatians chapter five, verse 16 says it like this. So I say, Apostle Paul talking, I used this verse last week. He says, so I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. Now, here's one. We get to be like real honest with ourselves. And uh, if you have kids in the room watching with you and you don't want them to, to see you be honest to respond to this question, you know, just tell them to run out of the room real quick. Okay, so. Maybe you're here today, wherever here is for you, and, and you go, you know, I, I've, I've, I've woke up in the morning at like 3 a.m. or 6 a.m. or I have friends that, I, that have told me their kids sleep till like noon in these quarantine days, and I have no idea what that's like because my kids get up, they sleep until 6.30. It's a miracle from God. And so you, you, you've, you've woke up at some point in the morning and you've had this thought, oh man, I can't believe I did that yesterday. I wish I wouldn't have said that yesterday. I wish I wouldn't have acted that way yesterday. How many of you just raise your hand right now if you've had that moment? Come on in your life. And you're like, I, I, I haven't liked that. Do you know what this Bible verse says to me right here? It says, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. He simplifies our life so much. It's like this. I either follow the Holy Spirit or I follow my selfishness. I either let the Holy Spirit lead or I let selfishness lead. And here's the beauty. Here's the beauty. When I let the Holy Spirit lead, I get to have regret free living. The third thing that we get when we let the Holy Spirit lead our life is regret-free living. It doesn't mean we don't make mistakes. No, we're going to make mistakes. Jesus is the only person who ever walked on the earth and was perfect. We're all going to make mistakes in our life, but the point and the principle that the scripture teaches right here is that we don't have to go to bed at night and we don't have to wake up in the morning feeling like we are defeated and feeling like we have things to hold our head in shame and guilt and regret because the promise is that when you let the spirit lead your life, you are going to live regret-free. And what we, how we do that is I pray this prayer, and I would encourage you. You say, Holy Spirit, I thank you for God guiding me today, and on the places I missed it today, I thank you that you forgive me and that you would guide me. Tomorrow, I'm asking you and I'm letting you lead my life. And then you go to bed and you can sleep well. Regret-free living is what we want in our life. The Holy Spirit does something else. Verse 22, it says, the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. By the way, I'm preaching with a handheld for the first time in like seven weeks, and I'm sweating more, so I don't know what that means. It's good. This means I'm, we're getting it. Come on, I like it. I forgot what I was talking about, but I'm sure it's great. Verse 23, we went to gentleness and self-control, and he says, there is no law against these things. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to his Christ, to his cross, and crucify them there. Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. Let us not become conceited or provoke one another or be jealous of one another. So the fourth thing that we get 
you're taking notes right now, write it down. We get the fruit of the Spirit, a life-giving orchard. When we let the Holy Spirit lead our lives, we receive the fruit of the Spirit. Notice he says, let the Holy Spirit produce this in your life. Let me set you free today. Come on, Brandy, I'll set you free today. You don't have, you don't have to try to work to get joy. You don't have to try to work to get self-control. I'm gonna work so hard so that I could just be good. He's like, no, you can't. You don't have to work to do that. He goes, all you have to do is say, I'm gonna let the Holy Spirit produce this in my life. But if I'm trying to produce love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, uh, faithfulness, and self-control, if I try to produce it, I literally block the Holy Spirit from producing it in me because I'm trying to do it in my own strength. And he goes, no, stop and say, Holy Spirit, lead me. Holy Spirit, today, I am letting you lead me. I'm submitting to you in the big and the small. And this is like, I'm just like fired up. This is where I'm living my life today, like never before, the small and the big. Every decision, like never before, I'm going, Holy Spirit, what are you saying? Holy Spirit, what are you saying? And, and I cannot wait to see what is shaping in our family and in our church and beyond as we begin to live being led by the Spirit like never before. Those of you that are joining today, watching today, and you are a part of our family, have been for a Wow, just let me tell you that our church and the, that not our church, that the nation of America, our cities and beyond, what we need right now is we need a church, capital C, that would rise up and be led by the Holy Spirit above everything else in our lives. Not simply trying to do good things, but to follow the Holy Spirit. Come on, this is where we're going. Not that we've not been here, but we're just going there on a whole new Level, So I'm like, let's get excited. Let's buckle up. It's going to be a lot of fun, but I have, to, I have to teach you something that's painful first. It's verse 26. Now, I've, I've preached this passage of Scripture that I just read to you many times. I've preached on the fruit of the Spirit. We've done message series on the fruit of the Spirit. And I don't feel like I've ever really thought about verse 26. See, it's real great. In, fr in fact, verse 25, it says, since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. So I was like, here's all the promises. He went through the fruit of the Spirit. It's, it's wonderful. All, even if you're new to church or you're just thinking about being a follower of Jesus, what I know about you is you, you would like to feel loved. You would like to feel joy. You would like to feel peace. You would like to feel, like we all love those feelings. The Holy Spirit produces that. And we all go, yes, that's so great. But then in verse 26, he says, let us not become conceited, or provoke one another, or be jealous of one another. So we, we often just skip that part. And maybe it is because I've spent more time in social media the past two months in staying connected, staying in community, as that's been the primary way we've been able to in this time of quarantine. But you know what I've seen? I've seen people that profess to be associated with the name of Jesus provoking, conceited, and jealousy running rampant. And this is not something that we can just stop on our own. It's a decision that each of us have to choose to make today that I would notice this is coming up inside of me and I would choose to let the Holy Spirit lead my life. I mean, people are provoking, could, like, do you know, I have seen so many people, like people give people like the side eye if they are not wearing a mask. People give people the side eye if they are wearing a mask. 
people like make comments just nasty about what people are choosing to do or not to do. Listen, nobody knows how they're supposed to act in a global pandemic. Like, but what we can do is we can let the Holy Spirit lead us. And if we let the Holy Spirit lead us, here's what people are gonna see in us. They're gonna see love and they're gonna see joy and they're gonna see peace. Like they're gonna see that in you. And we're not gonna be the ones on social media that try to fire people up and get, get them all upset and tell them why they're wrong or tell them what they need to be. We're gonna simply be the people that are sharing God's heart. We know this is God's heart because guess what? God does not produce conceit, God does not produce jealousy, and God does not pr produce uh, provoking one another. He produces the fruit of the Spirit. And we gotta work to recognize jealousy. Jealousy, especially, I believe, in the United States of America, this, this blocks the fruit of the Spirit in our life so much because it's so easy for us to look at what somebody else has, to look at what somebody else is doing or to look at how it's gone for them and to go, if only I had that. I just, why do they get that instead of me getting that? And we begin to have this jealous feeling come up and it simply blocks the fruit of the spirit. So I wanna help you today. Somebody in your life could be a friend, could be a family member, could be somebody you just know a little bit about from a distance perhaps, and you see them. You know, maybe they've received something, maybe it's been a great job, maybe friends, whatever it be, possessions, whatever the case may be, and you start to feel that jealousy coming up inside. Can I tell you how to break that jealousy and how to walk? walk in the fruit of the Spirit is you start to celebrate like crazy the blessing of God on their life. You just are so happy. I'm so happy that they have all that. I'm so happy their family's doing great. I'm so happy they're walking. God, way to go blessing their life. Could I tell you when you live your life that way, it opens the door for God to bless your life more because he goes, here's a person I can trust to be faithful to me and isn't looking around at other people and judging what I've done in their life. Listen, my, my, my dad, my father in heaven, your father in heaven. My Bible says he loves to give, give good gifts to his kids, but he knows what gifts to give to what kids when those kids need those gifts. And I want to receive what God has for Michael when God has it for Michael, not when he has it for somebody else. And that's how I can then walk in it and steward it. Well, let's don't be jealous of others, but instead produce the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Number five, we're going to get to, it's found in Romans chapter eight, verse 28. What we can expect to receive if we let the Holy Spirit lead our life. One of my favorite verses, one of my favorite verses, actually this verse will preach too, Romans 8, 28, it'll preach. I mean like it's probably the easiest verse to preach a message on. Like if anybody's never preached a message, they need to preach a message, Romans 8, 28. It's like the go-to verse. It says this, and we know with great confidence that God who is deeply concerned about us, causes all things to work together as a plan for good for those who love God, to those who are called according to his plan and his purpose. But here's the thing. I love that verse, this promise. We're gonna do some math this morning. So parents, if you didn't do math with your kids this week, all my homeschool teachers, come on. It's time for math right now. And then you don't have to do it next week. This will cover math. Here's the, here's the thing about this. This is Romans 8, 28. But in order to get to verse 28, you have to go through 26 and 27. I don't just get to receive the promise of verse 28 without going through verse 26 and verse 27. 
Here's what verse 26 says. And the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. For example, we don't know what God wants us to pray, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. Verse 27, and the Father knows all, and the Father who knows all hearts knows what the Spirit is saying. For the Spirit pleads for us believers in harmony with God's own will. What happens in verse 26 and 27 is I let the Holy Spirit be my guide and I make the determining fact, the determining choice for my life that I'm not going and trying to get what I want, but instead I'm saying, Holy Spirit, would you pray through me? I'm asking you to just unite my spirit with your spirit to have your way. And when I do that, I get all things working together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. And here's why that's even more beautiful, once again, is I don't have to try to earn all things working together for good. It happens when I let the Holy Spirit lead my life. It's a choice. It's a choice. Listen, letting the Holy Spirit lead your life is not about chores. It's about a choice. Letting the Holy Spirit lead your life is not about trying to earn something. It's about receiving something. Letting the Holy Spirit lead your life is not about being trapped. It's about being free. Against these things, there is no law. There is nothing to stop the fruit of the Spirit. There is nothing to stop the promise of the Spirit being realized and received in our lives. Simply a choice. You know, one of my favorite verses in the Bible speaks to a choice. It speaks to a choice. One of God's leaders in the Old Testament, he makes this statement, Joshua chapter 24, verse 15, Joshua 24, verse 15. He says, if you refuse to serve the Lord, then choose today whom you will serve. Would you prefer the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates? Or will it be the gods of the Amorites in whose land you now live? But as for me, And my family, we will serve the Lord. I believe believe God has laid out a choice for every one of us right now. And I I, I believe in in my heart right now that I'm talking to people, maybe, maybe you are new to following Jesus, but I also believe I'm talking to people right now, you've been following Jesus, maybe even for decades. I believe there's the same choice in front of all of us right now. Because life has been flipped upside down. Life has been dramatically altered in the natural. It's a great moment for all of us to look at our lives, to look at our heart, to think about the way we make decisions and to go, have I made the choice to truly let Holy Spirit lead my life? Or have I simply said, I believe in Jesus and gone through the motions of being a Christian and then still just kind of lived my life doing whatever I want. See, the promise of freedom, the promise of life, the super abundant life is when we let the Holy Spirit lead our life. And so I wanna ask you right now, wherever you're watching, maybe you're sitting on the couch, 
table, the deck. If you're driving, keep driving. (laughs) But if you're watching and you would say, I know I need to make the choice right now to let the Holy Spirit lead my life. Would you just type Holy Spirit in the chat right now? Just let everybody know that you're watching with right now. Right now, I'm making a choice. Right now, I'm making a choice to let Holy Spirit lead my life. I'm not gonna let my selfishness lead my life, no. I'm not gonna let what culture says I need lead my life. I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna let the natural things that seem to be what would make me happy lead my life, no. I'm going to let Holy Spirit lead my life because I want a new way of thinking, because I want a new attitude in my life, because I want to be able uh, to experience regret-free living, because I want the fruit of the Spirit, because I want all things to work together for good. I'm letting the Holy Spirit lead my life life. Right, Holy Spirit right now in that chat. I want to pray for us together. And today, if you're making that decision to let Holy Spirit lead your life, I want to tell you it is. It is the most important decision after deciding to follow Jesus. It starts with following Jesus. So I'm going to lead us in a prayer. And today, maybe you've not decided to follow Jesus, then right, right, right in your home right now, wherever you're at, Repeat this prayer with me. But also in this prayer, we're gonna, we're gonna declare out of our mouths, we're gonna let the Holy Spirit lead our lives. Repeat it after me. It goes like this. Say, today, I've decided. I believe in you, Jesus. Please forgive me for going my own way. I wanna follow you. And Holy Spirit, I thank you that you are with me. I believe your word that says you came to live inside my heart when I put my faith in Jesus. So lead my life. Holy Spirit, lead my life. I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for checking out this week's message on the Elevate Church podcast, and we hope you really enjoyed it. If you made a decision to follow Jesus, congratulations. Welcome to the family. We would love to know about it, so please let us know by going to elevatechurch.com yes. There will be some practical resources that will help you as you start this journey. If you want to support the mission and vision of Elevate Church to help people far from God reach their full potential in Christ, go to elevatechurch.com give. We'll see you soon. Have a great week.